Hi there, it's Aaron. Thanks again for tuning into The Dispatch. If you love the show, tell a friend, tell an auntie. We're at Outline Dispatch on Twitter, and you can find me at Aaron M. Edwards. If you have any feedback at all, you can also send me an email. I'm Aaron at theoutline.com. Also, if you want to bring us into your home, we have a skill on the Amazon Alexa. Just search in the Alexa app for The Outline. All right, thank you, and enjoy the show. And all at any part, and well feel very proud. It's a pleasure. The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a story on the theme of power, culture, or the future, handpicked from theoutline.com. Today on the show, Roseanne is back on TV. Do we need her, though? Let's get right into it. Culture. Hi, Anne. How are you? Oh, my God. Yeah. I just watched two of the episodes, the first two episodes of the Roseanne reboot. And I have to say, just going into this, that I didn't really watch a lot of the original show. My involvement with it mostly was that it was kind of like in the background sometimes on TV. And whenever it was coming up, I would quickly change the channel. I did not have a very strong interest in watching Roseanne as a kid. (laughs) No, when I was younger, I never was interested in watching Roseanne either. And kind of like King of the Hill, where I just... I don't know if I kind of assumed that I wouldn't like it. Like when I grew up, I came to love King of the Hill. And then this year I realized I really like Roseanne. Your situation is that you have always kind of known about Roseanne. Obviously it's huge cultural product, but you recently decided to watch all of the original Roseanne. Why did you do that? I just watched it because I felt like it was something that was coming up that everyone was talking about it was a huge cultural deal. And it just made me realize how little I knew about Roseanne. And then I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. I mean, this might be kind of a broad question, but what was your childhood upbringing like? Like, where, where did you grow up and what was your surrounding like when you were, when Roseanne was like on television? I grew up in Connecticut. My mom is from Haiti. We immigrated here together when I was a baby. And for the first few years of my life, I was just living, I'd say, a pretty insulated life just with my family and being really steeped in Haitian culture. When I got to school is when I kind of learned more about American pop culture. And we got cable when I was older, so I watched a lot of TV. I watched a lot of TV Land and The Cosby Show, Fresh Prince. But yeah, Roseanne just wasn't one of those things. Why didn't you really get into Roseanne? I don't know. I think that there were a few categories of television shows that when they came on, I just immediately felt turned off by them. And I think one category was just sitcoms in general. Like, I was not a huge sitcom person when I was a kid. And the kitschiness of them and sort of the manufactured laughs and the live studio audience, like all of that didn't really resonate with me too much. So aside from the fact that Roseanne's subject matter was so far away from my family, like my family are Jamaican immigrants and lived in Queens, you know, when I grew up in New York. So even though the subject matter was very far away from, you know, what our experience was, it was just kind of the format that I just didn't really resonate with too much. 
But what was your takeaway from the show when you when you revisited it or visited it for the first time as an adult? I found it really funny and refreshing and weirdly sweet. It was just like this really nice show about a family. And I feel like the news has been so wild, obviously, for the past billion years. And it was just nice to just slip into this TV show that, like you said, is really kitschy and doesn't take itself too seriously, even though it does deal with themes that were revolutionary at the time or that were really progressive. And I really thought Roseanne was a likable character. Yeah, Roseanne Barr, the the individual, is problematic to say the least. Barr herself says she supports the president. Roseanne Barr it has been, you know, known for retweeting and promoting some really out there right-wing conspiracy theories. As we know President Trump pays attention to ratings, that's for sure. And we can tell you he called Roseanne Barr on Wednesday to congratulate her. Like Barr, her character Roseanne Connor is an ardent Trump supporter. The show, just the latest to return to TV in a new political climate. ABC started a new reboot of Roseanne last week and aired the first two episodes. And in it, we see an updated Connor's family. Uh, Roseanne is kind of painted as this, you know, Trump supporter. Aunt Jackie, is played by Laurie Metcalf, is a Hillary supporter. And there is some tension in the family, and, and a lot of themes are starting to be set up for this new reboot of the Connors family and what's happening with them. So, what was your impression of the the first two episodes when you watched them, and? It was really nice to see the first episode, just see how everyone's aged and changed and the new characters. But overall, I found it kind of annoying because it seemed like they had to sort of wedge the Hillary Trump thing in there and kind of reach this agreement between Jackie and Roseanne to make the show work. So that felt super forced to me. But the second episode, I mean, I thought the first episode was funny and I thought the second episode was great. But the whole Trump Hillary supporter resolution in the first episode I thought was pretty heavy-handed. The response that I I was seeing online, which is not a complete representation of response to the show, but at least in our little corner of the internet, and there was kind of a few quadrants of people. There were the folks who uh, were Trump supporters who were lauding the show for representing someone who was very much like them. They were like, oh, Roseanne is exactly the kind of person who finds herself caught in my situation. She is a working class woman who decided to vote for Trump. uh, And yet she's also showing all this compassion. You know, there's a character in this reboot who is her grandkid who is presented as a a young boy who identifies as a boy. I don't get why he's wearing clothes like that to school. He just likes to wear clothes like that sometimes. I've read a bunch of books about it and they all say to let him just be who he is. But doesn't conform to, you know, masculine presenting clothing. So what's up with the girls' clothes? This just feels like me. I like colors that pop. It's more creative. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the arc of the ep- the first episode with, with this character is that in the end, she still decides to stand up for him, even though in the ballot booth, she is actively potentially voting against this kid's rights in the future. Well, you know it's going to be rough on you at school, right? But we'll back you up. I'm not afraid of you. (laughs) Give it time. And I I felt like that narrative was a little bit reductive, like uh, the idea that that we should sort of view Roseanne as this, you know, savior or redemptive character or character that has like a redeeming arc to her because she is still human. 
doesn't really get to the point of, you know, I think the issue that the show was attempting to critique or attempting to pull apart. It's like a very neatly packaged idea. Absolutely. Of, you know, of a Trump supporter and of, you know, what that means for a person navigating that in their family. It's like, that's not a resolution. That's just, you know, a fact of life. The Trump supporting thing, there's a huge blind spot, I think, in talking about Trump. He thinks every girl should grow up and be president. Even if they're a liar, liar, pantsuit on fire. Stuff about his racism never came up in the show. Let's say Grace. Jackie, would you like to take a knee? On the original Roseanne, race was something that never came up, was never one of the subjects that they deftly approached. I'm interested to see how that'll happen this season, because in the first episode, we see that she has a Black granddaughter. I agree with you that I think it was a really reductive, simplistic view of the the disagreement between Trump supporters and people that don't support Trump. And her body came out of my body, so it's my choice. I also just wonder, you know, how much responsibility does the show have and how much should people actually be looking to Roseanne and the show as like an emblematic example of where television is? Because there's so many other shows that are doing a lot better at, you know, tackling these issues. And and granted, the show is only two episodes into the reboot. But, I mean, how much should we really be placing on this show to to do that kind of work? Because, like, I don't know, like, it kind of makes sense in some ways because Roseanne, before Trump, was kind of the archetype of the, the person who he was trying to speak to during his campaign. And now it makes sense that the show's coming back and this character takes new meaning and whatever. But... The show wasn't for me when I was a kid, and it might not be be for me now. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are people who are definitely getting in like a tizzy about it and just like, oh my god, this is like so dumb and like it's not doing things correctly. And I'm like, well, you know, there's a million other places that are doing it right. So should we really be caring about what this show does right now? I guess is my question. I think that you're so right when you say that we have so many choices now that people don't need Roseanne to be the thing that it was back in the 90s. I think a lot of people are going to look to Roseanne to sort of be this big statement on America now, especially because she kind of positions it that way. She really does like to talk about how influential the show is and how she represents people now. So I think a lot of people are really, really going to look to this show to be the big important show of the moment. Even though I think it's important to remember, too, Roseanne isn't the working class person that she was when she wrote the pilot for Roseanne. She's been a millionaire for many, many years now. No, I think what it comes down to is how much weight we put on this show. There's actually a thread that I saw from a friend and really great writer, uh, personality, uh, Ira Madison. He was kind of going into the show a little bit. And one thing that he tweeted that I thought was interesting was that Uh, It wasn't in your face and tell it like it is and presenting both sides. Jackie's Hillary voter was a shrill caricature. Roseanne's Trump voter was a masturbatory NYT profile cliche of someone who's just struggling working class. And, uh, you know, I think that's a really fair assessment of what the show presented. It was it was a caricature. It was, you know, these archetypes of what these characters might be and how we want to make fun of them and how we want to present them and, and look at them. But I don't think the show is really something that is worth looking at as like, you know, an emblematic anything. Like, I think it's shooting for some cheap laughs, succeeding in some ways, failing in others, and that there are other places that are breaching these topics with a lot more, like, panache. 
I don't know. I disagree a little bit because I do think that because it was such a big deal a long time ago and people can now have the comparison of the old to the new. Then also, I think it's important to remember, too, that the show is not just Roseanne. Um, Sarah Gilbert has taken over and Wanda Sykes works on the show I saw in the credits. And because it's on network television, I do think that it can be seen as a big cultural comment right now. So I also want to get into one other sort of side note. On TheOutline.com, you did a piece about a character who you came to love on the show, Aunt Jackie. Look at me, I got nothing. (laughs) No boyfriend, no meaningful job, no husband, no family. It's just me. It's just me and my ganja. I didn't know anything about Aunt Jackie. I knew it was about Roseanne and Dan. So when I saw Jackie, I thought that, I don't know, I was just really vibing with her character. Everything she wears is amazing. She always has like these big oversized print button down shirts, which I thought was my thing. (laughs) But then I saw was like, I saw a kindred spirit in her and like her wardrobe matches her just like messy personality. She's all over the place in the series. She has like a million different jobs. What are you reading? My police manual. What? You know, I could be making $3,000 a month if I get accepted. Oh, you're joking. No, I already applied. Uh, knock, knock, anybody home? Get it out. I'll have you arrested for assaulting a future officer. She's like this really interesting part of the family that is seen as like the kind of the fuck up, but is actually holding everyone down and is like this anchor for them i love her i love her and and laurie metcalf obviously joining the show the reboot again is coming back with a lot more accolade i mean she already was kind of like a trophy bearer as she was doing the show originally i think she won three emmys for her her role as jackie but now she's coming back to the show as an oscar nominated actress for Ladybird. I want to go where culture is, like How New in the York, world did I raise such a or at least snob. Connecticut or New Hampshire, well, where writers live in the get woods. Get into those schools anyway. From her entrance, it's pretty clear in the reboot that you know people are hella excited to have Aunt Jackie back on their screens. I think her first appearance is uh, she storms open with the door and is wearing like the pink uh, hat and the nasty woman T-shirt and everything, and it's like okay. What's up, deplorable? This is going to be... <laughs> I know, I hated that moment. Here. I hated it. Because yeah. I was, I don't know, I just always thought of Aunt Jackie. I can see that Aunt Jackie would grow into that character, but I don't know. I wanted her to walk in in like some cool like jumpsuit or something. It was not a look. No, I wasn't. Am I going to watch the next episode? Um, You know, I... I'm not sure. I, I think that you... I think that you definitely convinced me that I want to see what Jackie <laughs> wears. And that's the most exciting thing to me. But, you know, I think I have enough episodes of Great British Bake Off and, like, reruns of Grace and Frankie to get through. Uh, And, yeah, I think I'm good. (laughs) I think I'm probably good on Roseanne, to be be perfectly honest. I respect and and appreciate the fact, Anne, that you you wanted to tap into this tapestry of American uh, sitcom culture. But 
you know, I think I think I'm good at this point. I think I might tap out. Hey, I totally respect that. I'll let you know what happens. I'll let you know if Jackie's a lesbian, which is what everyone's trying to figure out. Can we just like talk about TV more? Can we have like a TV corner? <laughs> I love TV corner. And thank you so much for coming on the show to chat with me today. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening to The Dispatch. We're produced by James T. Green. I'm Aaron Edwards. Talk to you soon.